Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kiev Post's short and sweet podcast, From Ukraine with Love, the latest news delivered at home. My name is Alina Kent, and I'm a multimedia journalist here at KP, and we're here to present you the news of the week. Hello, Alina. This is Alexander Kiri, business reporter at the Kiev Post, and here's the roundup of the week of July 24. And let's begin with the latest update on COVID-19. In the past 24 hours, health authorities confirmed 972 new cases of COVID-19. In total, Ukraine has had over 62,820 confirmed COVID-19 cases, of which more than 26,360 are active. 1,571 people have died, while over 34,880 have recovered from the disease. Ukraine is extending an adaptive quarantine until September, the Cabinet of Ministers of Ukraine indicated in a decree on July 22nd. The decree is an hour long, so we'll give you the quick highlights. Essentially, as long as the quarantine lasts, Ukraine will now be divided into four epidemiological zones depending on the COVID-19 situation across the country's oblasts. Green, yellow, orange, and the worst of the zones, red. Each zone gives various privileges, with the green zone allowing people to go to cinema or theaters with 50% occupancy and open summer camps, for example. Ukraine is also trialing four potential COVID-19 drugs. These drugs are Amazon, Amexin, Corvitin, and Biovin. In the press briefing you just heard, Health Minister Maxim Stepanov seemed to avoid direct questions over the effectiveness of these drugs. He noted that the medications are already in use for the treatment of other ailments. You can learn in more detail the specifics about these drugs on our website, kifpost.com. Now, on the morning of July 21, 44-year-old Lutsk resident Maxim Krivosh seized a bus and took 13 of its passengers hostage. Besides an automatic weapon, he claimed to have explosive and threatened to bomb the bus. After a 12-hour standoff, Ukrainian law enforcement detained the terrorists who had held people hostage in a bus in Lutsk, located 420 kilometers west of Kyiv. Krivosh set several demands for Ukraine's authorities, such as to replace heads of all major state bodies, law enforcement agencies, and religious organizations. He demanded that several top officials declare themselves terrorists and that Zelensky record a video address recommending the movie Earthlings, a 2005 documentary film promoting animal rights. And Zelensky did. Around 9 p.m., Zelensky recorded and published a video on his Facebook account stating, everyone should watch the film Earthlings from 2005. And that was that. Krivosh set the hostages free. No lives were lost and no hostages were injured. Wizz Air has announced 14 new flights between Ukraine and Italy. The low-cost airline will operate from Ukrainian airports in Kyiv, Lviv, Kharkiv, Odessa, and Zaporizhia to Rome, Milan, Venice, Naples, Verona, Catania, and Bologna. Some flights will start to operate on August 14th, while others will launch in October and March. The price for a one-way ticket starts at 402 rivnes, which is about $14.5. Tickets are already available on the website of the airline. Another cool news in business, the mysterious buyer of the Kiev's central Dnipro Hotel revealed himself on social media on July 23rd. It turned out to be Alexander Kokanovsky, 
founder and former CEO of Navi, a superstar esports team from Ukraine. He bought the hotel from the state on July 15 for $41 million, and now he's going to turn it into an esports arena where a computer geek will clash playing video games for a living. The hotel will continue to offer classic services such as restaurants, bars, bar areas, and fitness centers. But it will also feature everything a professional esports gamer needs training areas, rooms for players, and esports stage to hold competition. The renovation will take two years and $20 million to transform the 56-year-old Soviet-era hotel, a 13,000-square-meter building located just a short walk from the Dnipro River. In lifestyle, we have some pretty cool news. Ukrainian designer Anton Supranenka created a concept design for Pepsi and won the prestigious Red Dot Award. The Red Dot Design Awards, dubbed the Oscar for Designers, has over 10,000 companies apply to the Red Dot competition every year, but only 3% receive an award. Pepsi can't use Supranenko's design, but the company liked the concept and invited the Ukrainian to its New York office to discuss how they could work together in the future. Some good news this week. Ukraine is setting a visa-free regime with six new countries. Starting on August 1st, citizens of Australia, New Zealand, the Kingdom of Bahrain, the state of Kuwait, the Sultanate of Oman and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia can enter Ukraine without visas. Tourists from these countries can stay in Ukraine for the maximum of 90 days per 180 days. From the whole team at the Kiev Post, thanks again for listening to this week's podcast. You can check out these stories more in depth on our website, kievpost.com. We journalists at the Kiev Post have you covered 24-7. Make sure to subscribe to the Kiev Post in order to stay on top of what's happening in Ukraine. It's just $45 a year and helps support independent journalism. Stay safe, stay home, and subscribe to the Kiev Post.